Today in Science from Wired. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. This post is Chad Orzel's fault. It started with this tweet. Hey, at RJ Allen. Is this consistent with your regression analysis of the Lego brick cost a while back? Chad Orzel at Orzel C, December 13th, 2016. Yes, it's true that I pondered the price of Lego bricks before by looking up the cost and number of pieces in various sets. Here's the data. I arrived at a price of about 10.4 cents per piece. Ah, but what about the price per mass at $8.99 per quarter pound? This, of course, requires more data. Mass and volume of a Lego piece. It's not difficult to find the mass of a Lego. Just plop that sucker on a balance and boom, there is your mass. Determining the volume is tougher because Lego pieces are not solid. Sure, I could drop the pieces into water and find the volume of displacement, but that wouldn't be very interesting. The mass-to-volume ratio, something I like to call density, likely would be constant since the pieces are probably made from the same material. Instead, I will look at two different kinds of volume. First, the exterior volume. Imagine a simple Lego brick. I can measure the height, length, and width with a normal lengthometer. Some might call this a ruler. What about the bumps on top? I believe Lego calls them studs. I will ignore them. This isn't the real size anyway. Using these measurements, I can calculate the volume in cubic centimeters. But there is another volume measurement in units of Lego, the studs. For the brick that you imagined as a simple Lego brick earlier, it seems clear that the length and width are two studs long. What about the height? If you take the thinnest Lego piece, which resembles a slice, you find that three of them is the same height as one normal brick. And so I will assign this normal brick a height of three slices, although I am sure Lego has specific term for this dimension. To find the volume, I simply multiply length times width times height. However, a height unit isn't the same as a length or width unit, so this might seem meaningless. I think I will stick with the volume measurement in centimeters. Lego offers many kinds of pieces. I'm going to stick with the basic shapes, no specialized pieces. Here's a look at the stuff I measured. With the mass and size data, I can plot mass versus volume. The data looks fairly linear. Well, linear enough for me. The slope of this fit is also a great way to estimate the density of a Lego piece. Slope is defined as the rate that the vertical variable, mass, changes with respect to the horizontal variable, volume. This is just like mass divided by volume, the density. Looking at the slope of this fitting line, the average Lego density is 0.565 grams per centimeter cubed. This seems plausible. I always like to compare densities of object to that of water, which is 1 gram per centimeter cubed. The Lego density is lower than water so that they would float, assuming that the air stays inside of the piece. 
Again, this is reasonable. But why does the data look like it has two linear functions mixed together? Probably because there are two Lego densities. In this study, I only examined single height blocks or the three height blocks. The shorter ones offer less empty space. This would yield a higher density than the taller blocks. That's just my guess. You can examine Lego density further as homework. Price per pound. How do I link the Lego density to the price per pound? First, I can determine the price per gram with a simple unit conversion. This would be 7.9 cents per gram. Now, using the 10.4 cents per piece, I can do the following unit trick. In parentheses, 7.9 cents over gram times, in parentheses, one piece over 10.4 cents equals 0.76 piece per gram. If I invert that, I get 1.35 grams per piece. This could be interpreted as the average mass of a piece in a kit, if the $8.99 per quarter pound is realistic. What would a 1.35 gram Lego piece look like? Based on my data, it would fall somewhere between the tall 2x2 and the tall 4x1 brick. How about just one homework question? Find a ratio of Lego pieces such that the average mass is exactly 1.35 grams. You should be able to see mass data if you click on the plotty graph above. You will need that, or you will determine your own Lego mass data. This article posted by Rhett Allain. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.